No one can live without forgiveness. Why? Because we are not perfect. No one is perfect. We all make mistakes. We all do things or did things we should have never done. We all said things we should never have said. We all hurt others intentionally or intentionally. But whether you hurt others intentionally or unintentionally, it doesn't matter. Because being hurt is being hurt. We are not trying to de determine who's right or who's wrong. We all have regrets. And we all have our own painful past we want to forget and change it or redo it but we can't simply we cannot do that that's why we need forgiveness otherwise the burden of guilt, shame and regrets will be too much to bear they will eat us up and they will consume us. And a lot of people do a lot of things to deal with their own guilt, shame, uh, and regrets. Sometimes they punish themselves. They may feel good if they punish themselves for their wrongdoing. But by doing that, we cannot get rid of the burden of guilt or even lighten uh, the burden of guilt. You don't feel any better. Maybe when you punish yourself, maybe then, but soon, you, don't, you realize that you don't feel any better. Sometimes we are trying to do wonderful things, great things, to compensate for the wrongdoings that uh, we did. But you can never do that. You can never undo wrongdoings that you did by doing wonderful things. It's just playing games. That doesn't cancel out what we did in the past. And sometimes we try to justify ourselves saying that, oh, it wasn't really, really my fault. I didn't want to do it, but she made it do it. She made me do it, or he made me do it. It's like Adam in the Bible. You know, she gave me this fruit. Or sometimes we justify ourselves saying that, oh, it's all circumstances. You know, in that circumstances, I had no choice but to do so. But you always have choice. By doing that, we don't feel any better or situation get any better. No matter how hard we try, we know that we cannot take off an ounce of the weight of the burden of guilt, shame, and regrets. Maybe guilt, shame, and regrets are something that we have to suffer through. Maybe, maybe there's no other way. There's no way around it. There's no way to ignore and avoid. They won't disappear. 
they will still be there. The more you play blind eyes to them, the more deeply they will torment you. The moment we open our eyes is right there, gazing hard at us. We'll always encounter incidents, events, people, and situations that trigger off our guilt, shame, and regrets, and then we enter again into dark tunnel of mourning and grief. I once went to uh, Ohio, uh, Columbus, uh, Columbus, Ohio. Um, uh, there was a listening skill lab. So for a whole week, I got training for the listening skill. It was a wonderful time I had uh, in Ohio. And the guest speaker was talking about his own uh, painful experience. Uh, that once he had a lecture, uh, and then uh, a couple was coming in, and then saw them. They were the ones who gave, the, gave him so much pain and hardship. After the lecture, he put facade uh, and then said, very nicely and kind. How are you? How are you doing? Long time no see, and then everything they uh, chit chatted for uh, some time. So he did very well. When he came back to hotel, all of a sudden he has so many hives all over his body, and then he was heated up and fever, and then he was trembling, and he realized that there was still pain left in him, that pain that was caused by this couple. We realize that what's within us cannot be easily undone. Even our guilt, shame, and regrets don't just disappear just because we wish them away. They follow us around. And surprisingly, they surface sometimes and drive us into deep darkness and even despair. The problem is, there is nothing we can do. That's a problem. There is nothing we can do about it. We cannot forgive ourselves. Can you? You may say that you forgive yourself, but you still feel miserable. You cannot forgive yourself. You cannot undo what you did. You cannot change what happened. You cannot get rid of guilt, shame, and regrets without decision and willpower. You cannot say, okay, from today, I'm going to forget about it. You can't do that. You cannot make decision on things like that. That's why we need forgiveness. That's where I believe God's forgiveness comes in. Not, we, there's nothing that we can do, but there, there is God's forgiveness. But unfortunately, many people don't trust in God's forgiveness. They try on their own to deal with their own shame, guilt, and regrets. 
They don't believe that. There is a power in God's forgiveness. Of course, if we can get forgiveness from the people that we hurt, then that will be great. But the thing is, it is impossible. Sometimes we don't even know we, whom we hurt. And sometimes the people uh, that we hurt uh, are not around. So it's impossible to do so. So we come to God's forgiveness. As we come to God's forgiveness, something strange happens. Something wonderful happens. Something we, we cannot do happens within us. Of course, guilt, shame, and regrets may not simply disappear just because you come to God's forgiveness. They don't just disappear. But they do not remain as they are. They change somehow their face. The guilt, shame, and regrets change. How do they change? They change into Broken spirit, broken heart. When we come to God with humility, when God's forgiveness works within us, then guilt, shame, and regret turn into broken heart. And this broken heart brings about forgiving heart. This is a process that I cannot make on my own. But when we come to God, this happens. Guilt turns into broken heart and broken heart creates and forms within us the forgiving heart. That's what Jesus meant today in today's passage. If you read it again. For if you forgive others their trespasses or their mistakes, you may say, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Jesus is not talking about forgiving acts, forgiving uh, behavior. Oh, oh, you forgave that, so I'll forgive you. Uh, and you didn't forgive that, and I won't forgive you. That's not what Jesus is, uh, means. Jesus is saying that if you have forgiving heart, then you can forgive others, and also you can receive forgiveness forgiveness from God but if you don't have forgiving heart you cannot forgive others and you cannot receive forgiveness from God either that's what he's saying whether you have forgiving heart or not depending on whether you have forgiving heart or not you cannot forgive others or you can forgive others or you can receive forgive, uh, forgiveness from God or you cannot uh, receive forgive, forgiveness from God important thing is forgiving heart. And that forgiving heart is created when you come to God's forgiveness. And that 
guilt turn guilt shame and regret turn into forgiving heart so many people live with heart and heart they just simply don't know how to forgive they just simply don't know how to receive forgiveness This world is filled with people with heart on heart. Revenge, anger, animosity, hatred. They're continuously ready to attack each other. Just a little thing fires up. They are so angry and get back to you. This world has become such a the world of hatred. Hard on heart. By ignoring guilt, shame, and regrets, we develop hard on heart. Then we become people who don't know forgiveness then they, these things will consume us and destroy our heart. That's not the way to live. That's not the way to build community. That's not the way we relate to each other. By ignoring them, by justifying them, by simply suffering them, will not help us deal with our guilt, shame, and regrets. They will torment us within us and slowly make us people we don't want to be. But with humility and faith, when we come to God, God helps our guilt, shame, and regrets change into broken heart, and then we'll experience the power of God's forgiveness. God is alive. God is alive. And God's forgiveness is alive. What we cannot do, God did. And God does. And through forgiving heart, we can finally be free. Free from our own guilt, shame, and regrets. And we are free to embrace others and forgive others. You know, see, concrete example in the scripture? The concrete example is David. David lived with this guilt and shame and regret, but he came to God for forgiveness. And this is what he prayed Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain in me a willing spirit. He didn't try to deal with his own guilt. Just leave it for a while. He didn't try to deal with uh, guilt on his own and shame. He came to God. This is Action of David coming to God. 
instead of suffering all by himself or justifying. He just came, humbly came to God. Restore spirit within me. Do not cast me away from you. Create in me a clean heart. When he did that, he realized the broken spirit is formed within him. The guilt turned into broken spirit. He experienced. And that broken spirit, he recognized. And so his next passage, he said this. For you have no delight in sacrifice. If I were to give a burnt offering, you would not be pleased. The sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit. A broken and contrite heart, O oh God, you will not despise. Within himself, he saw broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, but also he realized that God will not despise that. That's different from guilt. That's different from guilt. Jesus once said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. That poor in spirit is a broken heart, broken spirit. It is the heart that is formed within us when we come to God's forgiveness. Let us come to God's forgiveness. Do you have heart to forgive others? Or do you have hard time forgiving others? Do you forgive your parents? Do you forgive people who hurt you? Have you received true forgiveness from God? God can make you free. Let us sing together David's prayer.